0: All right, it's recording. All right, welcome to the Moo Movement Podcast. This is Jeremy, your host, episode seven with Kyle Emil, a good friend of mine, founder of the Free Intelligent Conversation. How's it going, my man?
1: Hey, it is good. It's good. Good to talk to you, Jeremy. Nice.
0: Uh, well, just because news broke out recently, Kyrie Irving just got traded. I know this is not a sports podcast, but you're a Cavs fan, and th- this is pretty big news. How-, how are you feeling about this?
1: Yeah, to be honest, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I think the Cavs got a better end of the trade like long-term for sure, but I don't know about like, the immediate implications.
0: Right, right. I mean... Kyrie's Kyrie's on the younger side compared to the compared to Isaiah Thomas, though. But I mean, they Cavs got a bunch of assets for their trade. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. It'll be really interesting to see how it plays out. Like with the, LeBron's career, the, I think the Cavs are kind of like in win now mode, and it's it'll be curious at least. We'll see. Yeah,
0: yeah. Oh, are are you are are you? How do you feel about the rumors of of LeBron going to um the Lakers? I mean, you know, like. I his business is out there how do you feel about that
1: i got no idea i truly have no idea i, I don't like the lakers aren't <laughs> i think lebron is also i think lebron has to be thinking win now also and the i don't see the lakers right. as a win now team so i don't i like i've heard the rumors i don't get them it's like I'm, like yeah i don't see why Le, if lebron wants to win championships i don't see i right now don't see how the lakers are the the piece to that but maybe
0: he knows i see your I point i see yeah. your point Oh, all right then. Well, Kyle. With that aside, um, introduce yourself. What do you do right now? Um, I know you're in San Francisco. Uh, what's going on with you? And and uh, introduce yourself to the audience over here.
1: Yeah. So my name is Kyle Emil. Um, uh, what I'm doing right now, I guess up until this point, was been I kind of like my life's work right now in pre-intelligent conversation. Uh, Free intelligent conversation is a social movement turned uh, 501c3 nonprofit organization that's dedicated to facilitating meaningful face-to-face conversations between strangers. What we do is we go right oh at least right now what we do primarily is we host outings in public places in cities where we hold up signs that read Free intelligent conversation uh, and we invite people to come talk to us about anything. What Our goal is is that we're doing this because we want to learn from people primarily, and we also want to create a place where people can talk about anything. What an intelligent conversation is, it's whenever you learn from whom you're speaking with, and what we want to do is be intentional about putting ourselves out in places where we have the opportunity to learn from people um, from all different walks of life.
0: That's awesome. Uh, Yeah, Like, well, let's break it down. How did you come up with this idea of free intelligent conversation? Um, yeah. You know, you re- was this back in Michigan when you were out there? Uh, how did it, how did it, how did it come about?
1: Yeah. So, um, I started free intelligent conversation as a side project in two thousand twelve. Um, what happened was now I was I had joined this kind of like uh, a, a group with I joined a group with some friends and we had been talking about ways to kind of uh, find. People that were we thought were interesting and people we wanted to talk to, as well as just how to increase the probability that we would have meaningful conversations in our days. Um, and those thoughts kind of were just sitting in the back of my head. Um, one day I was at home. I actually was just reading a book, and I just had an idea that just struck me. Um, it really it wasn't like an even an elaborate like master plan or kind of scheming kind of thing. I was just at home thinking about man, what if we were like. I, I was thinking, like, man, I kind of want to meet the people who are just, like, outside. And I was like, what if I went out and held, like, this intentionally provocative sign that said Free Intelligent Conversation? Um, I wonder who I could get to stop and talk. And I'm sure I'd get some really great people. Right? I was thinking, like, the kind of people who who stop to talk at a Free Intelligent Conversation sign are probably the kind of people I want to talk to anyway. So right. the idea kind of hit me, like, like in this, like, I tell – I tell people that I ic happened to me like in the way dreams happen to you like you, you don't ca- you don't craft your dreams at least people unless you're lucid dreaming but like for the most part like dreams kind of just happen to you you know and you just wake up and you know what happened and like my experience with free ic forming in my head it was it's very similar in that way so mm-hmm. anyway this idea just hit me um and then what i did is like i called some friends and i said hey i have an idea Gonna sound kind of crazy, but like, what if we went to Chicago? Which at the time I was in, I was in Michigan at the time at Andrews University, where I went to school and met Jeremy. But uh, and Chicago was like two hours away. But the reason I was thinking Chicago is because that's the place where there's probably it's a metropolitan, it was the nearest metropolitan area, with a lot of foot traffic, and there tends to be interesting people in cities. So I called, but I told my friends like, hey, what if we went to Chicago? held up a sign that said free intelligent conversation and what if we – and maybe we could get some of these conversations that we've been talking about and hoping that we could get. Now, at the time, I don't know whether they – like I I told one person – I told three people just one at a time and then I don't know if they went because they thought it was a good idea. I don't know if they went because they respected me. I don't know if they went because they're curious. I think that's mostly – I think they were mostly curious. Um, But we went out and did it in Chicago in August of 2012, I believe, was our first outing. And we just got, like, really, really good feedback, like some awesome reception. Uh, And we also had really, really good conversations. And then from there, like, having seen the – like, having gone through it, having spoken spoken with the the group of guys that went out and hearing their reaction, having seen the reaction of the people that we spoke to, it kind of just, like – Uh, affirm that, hey, maybe I'm onto something here. Maybe this can be something. Uh, But that first outing went really well. And then, like, I mean, like, now before the outing, we still had to, like, make signs. We still had to, uh, you know, we still had to commute. Chicago is about two hours from where we were living at the time. Mm -hmm. So we had to drive two hours there. Then we had to, you know, do the free ice outing for some time and then drive two hours back. But despite the commute time, like, we still felt like it was worth it because of the kind of conversations we were having, we were having, right? Um, and as hold on, sorry, started, sorry
0: to pause you for a second here. I'm, I'm going to close the window. The train's coming through. Hold on, hold on. Sorry. Real quick. All right, continue. Sorry.
1: Yeah, no, it's fine. And I was just saying, like, as a result of, like, the feedback, despite all the work that we had to do on the front end, just to make it happen, like, get the signs, uh, commute, uh, you know, coordinate our calendars and figure out the logistics, like, we still felt like we were getting the better end of the deal despite all the work. And, and the combination of that and the feedback that we got from people on the street, like, yeah, just kind of informed, like, hey, maybe this is the thing. This is something that you should keep trying uh, and, see, you know, just see where it goes. So that's mm-hmm. how it started. Um, it's really, one of the things I guess I'll never know is like, what would have happened if the first outing didn't go so well, you know, but, yeah. but that's not how it, that's not how the story plays out. So, but the, so the first outing went really, really, really well. And basically the group that I went with, there were three other people. We just decided like, Hey, let's just keep doing this. Right. Like, let's see what'll come from this, you know? Now, mm-hmm. uh,
0: yeah, Were these your close group of friends back, back yeah. then that were helping you out?
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There were a group of friends. Um, there were people I went to high school with. Uh, we knew, mm. and, and, like, we all went to, so we knew of each other, really. We weren't, like, like at the time, we weren't close friends. We just knew of each other, and we knew that, like, we had a similar interests. Uh, we were very, uh, like, cerebral people in that way, and we liked talking about, you know, interesting, you know, theories and thoughts and stuff, so we knew that, we, like, I, and, like, we, when we went to college, it's kind of, we kind of knew that about each other and spent some time talking to each other so we had similar interests we weren't great great friends at the time i think that as time went we became better friends um but at the time we were just people with similar interests
0: that's awesome that's that's cool and so uh how do you i know you guys have um like how to uh like, instructions on your website, but, you know, hearing it from you, how do you start a free intelligent conversation, you know, and, and also, like, how did the design of that sign, like, how did you guys come up with that simplicity of that sign? Yeah,
1: so, it was, um, so, I'll I'll answer the first question, I'll go to the second one. What we did, now, how it mostly works is we just hold up this, like, I'll tell you how it first started, we've kind of changed how we do it now, but what first happened is we would just go out in public places, like, places that we thought would, uh, that were generating a lot of foot traffic and we would just hold up the sign that said free intelligent conversation now our strategy was that we would stand on the side of sidewalks right like we wouldn't be dead center because one there's a lot of people dead center of the sideway in the sidewalks and like who likes those people they're, they're just always yeah, walking yeah. around little, it's just annoying we didn't want to be that we're like um you know what we'll do we'll stand to the side we'll stand to the side of the sidewalks right and so that way, if people want to talk to us, they'll have to walk over to come talk to us. And if they walked over, then we know without a doubt that they came to talk to us. You know? Like, mm-hmm. like what happens is um, there's a lot of people, like the people who hold signs in the middle of the sidewalk, you, you end up in a lot of accidental conversations where you don't know if the person stopped to talk to you because, like, they wanted to talk to you or you were just so inconvenient that they now have to talk to you. And we didn't right. want that ambiguity. We didn't want any of that ambiguity. So what we did, like, what we how it generally works, you get a, you get a sign, you get a free intelligent conversation sign, you go out to a place that you think is one safe, right? And one and another is that, that you think get garnishes a lot of foot traffic. Um and then what you do is you, you stand in the, you stand on the side of the sidewalk and you hold up the sign in a place where people can see you. Like, so that people as people are walking by they can read the sign. Now, like we tell people to like dress like it's your first day of college because you're closed, you know, there's a lot of nonverbal communication. We also tell people to like, uh, like, look friendly with like don't stare people down as they walk by. You know that's that's oh creepy. yeah,
0: that's that's uncomfortable.
1: Um, <laughs> yeah. So we just tell people to look friendly, hold up the sign, and then, um, you know, there's like a lot of people will walk by, and when what, another a thing to know is like, and we tell people this in our how-to tutorials, like when there's a lot of people walking by, it makes it feel like way more time has passed than it actually has. So, like, Mm -hmm. you'll be standing on a sidewalk, and let's just say 20 people walk by you. You're like, oh, my gosh, I've been out here for three hours. And it hasn't even been a meeting yet, you know? Really? Wow.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So we tell people, like, hey, just, you know, just get used to it. People are going to walk by. You haven't been there that long. Um, And eventually someone will stop. Someone will stop to talk. Um, And then the person who does, you just kind of just, like, they're going to, like, a lot of times people ask you, hey, what are you doing here? Why are you really here? Who do you work for? And we just tell people, like, hey, we're really out here just to talk to people and learn about people. So I'm here to talk to you about whatever you want to talk about, um,
0: or I'm here to disarm you.
1: And, like, that generally right there disarms people immediately. Like, a lot of people who come up are, you know, initially skeptical and suspicious. But when they find out that we're actually out there just to talk to people and learn about them, they're like, oh, wow, this is great. Oh, wow, I wish this happened more. Oh, wow, uh, we really need this right now. So, and then, and then from there, we just tell people, like, the conversation's up to you. Like, you can speak to a person for however long you want, you know? Like, it could be a quick conversation, it could be a long conversation. We leave it up to the people who, like, people who go out to outings and hold up science, we call them free IC conversationalists, right? So, we tell free IC yeah. conversationalists, like, it's up to you. The conversation can go any way, like, you want. We tell people generally, though, to be, as curi- be curious in the person, um, uh, like, pay attention, and, and once you're, if, like, once you are genuinely, uh, there is a genuine curiosity, like, conversations just flow, it, it just kind of goes from there, so, like, that's how we get started, and then, and then, in terms of how the conversation progresses, is up to each individual.
0: I now, see, I see, Yeah. I see. yeah. I see. So Um, yeah. now, do you guys, uh, find, um, like, trying to be authentic as possible, um, but also trying not to be, I don't know, like, I don't know how the topics go, but, um, you know, has has there ever been a time where, you know, you got some weird conversations or people were offended or anything like that that was kind of unexpected? Or, or is that something you yeah. guys expect?
1: So I would say, like, in terms of, I would say, like, for every 100 people that pass by, there's, like, two people who are, like, oh, intelligent conversation, which, you know, which gives us, like, Ninety-eight percent were doing really well. So, but those people, like general, they, even even the people who are like, eh, we, they come talk to us and tell them why we think why we're intelligent. Conversations because we we're here to learn from people. We don't want to just talk about um, mundane things with people. People generally are, yeah. People are like okay, and, they, and, they, and then they're interested. Um, the second question you asked was. What was the second question? Yes, people are offended, and I can't remember the other one. Sorry.
0: Yeah. Um, like, have you had problems before where oh. people, you know, where, you know, like the conversation might be, I don't know, because I'm guessing just because of the political climate right now. Oh, Anything yeah. That, yeah. You know, so, believe
1: it or not, like, uh, that's what a lot of people, so people ask that question, and you would think that's what we have to be, you know, that you'd think that's something to be careful about. But, like, everyone is an internet thug, and not so much in real life. <laughs> Like, like, everyone is really malicious on the internet because you can just hide behind a keyboard and just type away. But, like, in person, there are very few people who are that um, bold, right, dare I say, have the temerity to to, to speak up and, and try to pick a fight. So that, that has not been an issue for us at okay. all. Like
0: that's good. Surprisingly
1: so, surprisingly so, right? You would think that if, when you go outside um, and try to talk to people – you would get more of that but that had like very seldomly has been the case i think one because people are just yeah there's very few people who are that bold in person and also like the conversationalists. we we're out there we're we, like our thing we say is like we're not here to start arguments we're here to listen right so if mm. someone has an opinion if someone has a strong opinion generally what we do is like we just listen and ask questions
0: yeah okay so i think those but, two things yeah help them. Um, so, I mean, I guess the free IC, I mean, this is something very like countercultural compared to how our society is based right now. I guess the social platforms that we're using to uh, communicate with people through social media or Facebook, um, you know, is, is this, you know, is this what we're missing? Is this what you think? Like face-to-face conversation with, you know, strangers? Yeah,
1: absolutely. I absolutely think that is what's missing. I think that it's very easy to hate people that you don't know. Um, I think that uh, when – and I think that you and I, even I think every person who's explored, who's explored the outer domains of their comfort zone a little bit is familiar with this in that, like, I know that there are many times in my life where, like, I actually met a person and they were so much different than I initially – like, the, the, the myth or narrative I would made about them in my, you know, in my head before speaking to them. And I found yeah. myself, like, liking them or hanging out with them way more than I thought I ever would have because of that, you know? And I think that what happens is, you you know, you, in your mind you build this, this idea of, like, what are my kind of people, you know? And then at some point in your life you define that and then you, you, you very seldomly step out of it. And I think that what that does is it creates this, the other, you know? Like, people who are like me and then there's the other. And I think that, yeah. like, I think that if you don't explore the people who are outside of your uh, defined domain or your comfort zone, you just kind of have this sense of other, and these people are mysterious to you, and all you know is that they're not like you, and you're good. You're a great person, obviously, right? And whoever's not like you must be bad, also, you
0: know? Um, right, right. So
1: I think that there is a lot of that happening, especially right now. I think that like every generation before us almost any time you had to do something you you had to communicate with someone face to face like we are the first generation not the first we're not we are yeah i guess you could say we are of this time period is one of the the, the first times where we have almost obliterated the need to communicate with people face to face to do to get through our day to day interactions know Mm -hmm. and consequently i think that there is a lot lost in not communicating with people face to face and there are a lot of opportunities that don't happen as a result of that like what are the chances that i'm going to bump into someone that i wasn't planning to today it's like it's just even if it was low already it probably is already low in and of itself in that people you know tend to hang out or spend time with people that they're familiar with but when you add the the incredible power that uh, technology has given us, and that now I don't even need to leave my house. Like, I live in San Francisco right now. <laughs> I order my groceries from Amazon Prime Everything, right? Like, just, like I don't have to interact with the, the, the quote unquote, the, you know, the, the old lady at the grocery store, you know? I don't have to yeah. spend any FaceTime with the cashier, which sounds great, you know, which is great. It's like, well, it wasn't important anyway. But one of the things that get lost as a result of that is like the accidental friendships that emerge from things like that.
0: You know? right right
1: and and like you like there's just less variables involved in your day-to-day life in in terms of people right and less opportunity to expand this this defined comfort zone that you have and i think that the minute you stop exploring uh that that what is outside of your comfort zone you're in a lot of trouble because i think that you i think that the world is Forever, like uh, evolving and changing, and the environment shifting, and spending time and interacting with people outside of your comfort zone allows you to stay up to date on what's happening. Now, once you fill yourself or surround yourself with people who are just like you, you're you're not getting updated. You're just—it's the same thing, you know. Uh, you hear you're the You're not same, growing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You hear the same opinions. You have the same discussions. The same ideas, and exactly, you're not growing. And I think that. When, like, I think that is, first of all, bad in and of itself. Like, before you introduce another person or such something like a political environment, I think that that is just bad for human development, period, right? Like, to uh, stultify um, any growth just on your own is suffocating and it's trapping and I don't think it's healthy for you. Now, when you introduce something like a political environment that is changing, or even any any social context that is, you know, changing and moving with the time, like if you're not being updated, I think that there are deadly consequences in that you do not ever build a tolerance for anything that is different than you, or anything that is outside of what your current defined likes are.
0: Yeah, I mean it's crazy that today with just the rise of social media especially in the year 2017 and then just with this political climate it seems like you you feel like people would understand each other a little bit better because we're so interconnected but it's kind of the opposite the lines are drawn you know they're, they're more defined you know yeah. um i mean how do you feel about these social platforms are they, is it i mean i know it's here to stay but how do you adjust I'm pretty sure we're heading into a different comfort zone with yeah, these yeah. new social platforms. I mean, like, the ethics are changing for sure, like, with yeah, technology. Absolutely. I mean, you're, you're living in San Francisco that's, like, it, it's, like, you know, the most progressive city, especially with its yeah. technology and everything.
1: Yeah. So I think that – now, yeah, so that's a great question. The one thing I, I I do remind people is, like, with free intelligent conversation, like, we're not a protest against social media, you know? And we're not saying that social media is bad in and of itself because I don't think that's the case. Because I think that any honest person could tell you – and, like, we know it's like – it is such an incredible, powerful tool in being able to keep up and communicate with people across the world, you know, in uh, your friends in different places. And I think that, like – and thank God that we have that. I think that we should leverage that technology, you know. Um, I think that any generation before us would look at us and be very jealous that we could do something like I could Skype call and video call my mother who's, you know, X amount of states away, you know, and it's incredible. Now, the thing, though, that we have to be careful of, and I think this is what is pressing is, like, given the power and the such utility of a thing, which I don't, like, as you mentioned, I don't think is leaving. It's like we need to counterbalance ourselves and fill ourselves with, like, what our healthy practices, you know? Um, yeah. In that, like, w- as human beings, we do have, uh, like, uh, we have a, uh, we are embodied. We are in a body that that requires and demands certain things for it to be upkept, and not only our body but also our minds, right? And I think that, mm-hmm. like, with any addiction, um, anytime you start, yeah, anytime you're doing something or overcompensating or overusing a thing, like it, it, it becomes a vice. And I think that's the, that's what social media has. I think that's the big warning with social media. I think some of the ethic changes and and a lot of those, I like, I don't know where that will happen. It's it's definitely a really interesting conversation, and it really needs to be thought about. I don't, I, I'm not comfortable speaking about it right now. I think that every generation has felt like their ethics are always evolving or changing. You know, like when the printing press came out, people were concerned about the issues with that. When the television came out, people were concerned about that. And I think that we've done a good job iterating, you know, and, and keeping right. up. So I, I apply that same logic to this. I think what is, what is, uh, more concerning than all those other technologies though, is the like, like, like the addiction factor, the addiction factor, I guess, is like, there is something incredibly alluring about, I mean, like even me, I've had to, Like I've I've like uninstalled Facebook and Twitter on my phone multiple times because I'm like (laughs) wow like like I'm just yeah because I'm just find myself just burning hours on there and I'm like okay that is like you you have to be careful about that and I think like the 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 caution that we have to remember is like while these social media platforms are great for keeping in touch with friends that we have they cannot be they 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 will not suffice as a as a total supplement to our desire to be proximal and uh our the, the intimate the intimacy we derive from proximity with the people in our lives. You know? Yeah. And yeah. I yeah. think that that is the thing that we really need to be careful of. I think that's something our generation needs to be mindful of. I think that's like that is like the, the red flag for me uh, in terms of social media is like There are behaviors that are being encouraged that I don't think are for the best.
0: Yeah. In that. Yeah. In that.
1: Like. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead.
0: Oh no, I I was just gonna say I you you go to social gatherings, whether it be even like church gatherings or family gatherings, and you probably see seventy to eighty, maybe that's just a conservative number of people on their phones, you know. Yeah. And it's uh, it's it's a ser- it, it could it could kind of leave a bitter taste to some reunions, you know?
1: Yeah, it's tough. It's like you sit at home, you're on Facebook, and then you're like, okay, I'll go to a public place. But what happens is you just go, I'll go to a public place or a public event. And what happens? Is you just go to a public place, a public event, and and you're on Facebook. Like you're That's just great, using yeah using your platform in public, <laughs> you know. What do you,
0: what do you, what do you feel, what do you think about, um, VAR or VR, like virtual reality, like coming into place? Like, is that going to be our, you know, I've been hearing conversations, is that going to be the new, the new thing or the new reality for people? I think,
1: I don't, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't think that, so there, I've heard concerns about like people doing that, you know, that will that become like the, um. What is this thing in movies? I'm just thinking about Inception. You know, in in Inception, there's a scene where the people are like these older people are in a basement and they're just plugged into this fake reality all the time. Or I can't remember exactly. But people wonder if like that's what VR is going to be like also. And I don't, I don't think so. I think that well, I don't think, I don't think so because I don't think that's a like sustainable healthy practice. In that like you have a body, you have a body, and your body has needs. Right. One of the things is like to to upkeep a healthy body. You know, it requires exercise. Uh, it requires a proper circadian rhythm. It requires a good sleep. Right. Life. It, requires a
0: good
1: right. it requires. And then there's interpersonal. It requires good relationships and all those things. So I don't think that VR. I think that like like with anything, there will be abusers, of course. You know, um, but I don't think it's something that'll rattle us entirely. I think that I think there are really really great upsides for VR in ter- like. One of my favorite uh, things that will be like the educational aspect of it. Like I've seen like um, imagine like a history class and someone's talking about a battle happening and you can put the headset and walk around and see it. Yeah.
0: Yourself. yeah, That'd like, be awesome. Or, or, or going to a concert, you know, like. Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. Or talking about marine biology and being able to go underwater and see like see the, the, the different types of uh, organisms there or. Or even just talking, whether you're talking about space or even talking about human cells, you know, like being able to actually do a walk through your body. I'm really excited about the educational aspect of it. I, I also think there's a a really fun component of it will be the gaming component, like being able to play games. Yeah, I have no idea what the effects will be on a large social case. I don't, whatever it is, I don't think it can replace the need we have to be proximal and. And to deeply engage with the people in our lives.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, I, I totally believe that you know we are definitely social beings, and uh, we just like to make things convenient for us. And social media and, and the internet and flaw. everything is trying like, to make it
1: to a flaw. What we think is mm-hmm. sometimes what we think is making things more convenient is actually to our our, our long term detriment. You know. Right.
0: So um with free intelligent conversation, how many cities are you guys uh, at right now? Uh yeah.
1: So right now, free free intelligent conversation, for short we call it free I C, um just in mm-hmm. case anyone's serious. We've been in twenty three cities right now. Wow. Uh we've had in twenty three cities, we've hosted about seventy six outings, uh, and they've been in three different countries.
0: Wow, three different countries, like yeah. Canada and Canada, oh,
1: maybe four countries. So we've been in the US, we've been in Canada, we've been in Italy, and we recently just had someone do an outing in India.
0: Wow. That's awesome. This is going international. This is going global. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's really
1: great. I actually, this weekend, I just ran an outing this weekend in San Francisco, and I just met someone. I met two people, actually. I met a gentleman from Sydney who says he's going to bring it out to Sydney, Australia. And I met a lady from France who said she wants to or bring it out there. So we are
0: growing. That is awesome. That is awesome. So, um, how's how's the San Francisco vibe compared to the Chicago vibe? Was was when you were out there with Free IC initially, and now you're in San Fran. You know, like when I was in or Chicago, the
1: attitude was like, oh, this is new. This is what what are you doing? Like like I was kind of the outlaw Like you know this outlier. What are you doing now? What happens here in San Francisco? I'm still pretty. I mean, I mean still pretty out there holding a sign. I'm pretty out there and then I'm a person out holding a sign. But people are like, "Eh, yeah, just another weird thing." Like weird things are just a norm. Like the anomalies are norms in San Francisco. <laughs> so like people are way more willing to engage. There's cuz there's I mean here every there's a lot of people starting companies, a lot of people doing a lot of different things. So mm-hmm. people are actually pretty used to pe- like seeing something that they didn't expect to see outside. So I yeah. just become I, with with free, I see. I like we just become an, another thing in that category, um, but the reception is really great. People are really, really like receptive here. Um, they a lot of people like the idea. Um, I also think that this yeah, is guys. this it's it's, it's it's a good crowd Go here. It's mm-hmm. it's it's like San Francisco is a pretty young city, it, whether by age or in attitude. So there's just a good um, yeah, a lot of good energy. Oh, Right That's good.
0: It. Yeah, you, it sounds like you guys fit right into you know the San Francisco scene. Um, yeah, man. So I mean, so can people lead or head out solo?
1: Yes, yes. So um, there are options in terms of how people can be a part of the movement. So people can head out solo. Our sign is available to download for free. Um, when you download On your our website, sign, right? Say, yeah, on our website, if you go to freeic.org/shop, you can go there and download the sign for free. Uh, then you can head out on your own. We actually even, if you go to our page, if you go to join.freeic.org, um, there's a, a, it, a, a link there that gives an instruction on if you're gonna head out on your own. Here's everything we think you need to know. You know, so people can go do it on mm-hmm. their free time. Like, mm-hmm. people can also organize. People can join their local outings in that if there's a if there's a free IC outing happening near you, you can just RSVP to attend the event and what we'll do is we'll bring you a sign and everything you need to make sure that you have a successful outing. If that's what you want to do, some people don't like heading out on their own and it's it's yeah. it's easier to be insane to, or to to be insane when there's a group doing it too, so <laughs> people feel way better about that. Um but people can also organize a one-time outing. Uh, if okay. if let's say, you're like, hey man, I kind of want a free IC with the group of people. I but I just I don't I just want to organize an outing. You can do that on our uh. You can do that also if you go to our freeic.org/slash/apply. You just fill out the app. There's an application there that you fill out, and we'll get back to you and we'll help you and partner with you to make sure that your one-time outing is a great success. Um. And in you that, guys we're, basically, we're talk- get
0: like advertise it and get people to come. Yeah, right. We, we, we
1: okay. help you get signs. We market it. Uh, we help you train the people that you are planning to organize it with. So you can do that. And then if you want to become like a free IC ambassador and lead monthly outings in your community, you can become a free IC lead. Uh, free IC leads are leads in universities or cities that host mo- like monthly free IC outings regularly. Uh, what we do is as an organization, we help them get everything and do everything that they need to make sure that their monthly outing is ongoing and is successful.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. Ha- have you guys done it in LA?
1: Not yet. Believe it or not, surprising.
0: not yet. Right? I mean, you got yeah. you have a lot of friends out here in Loma Linda. It's yeah, just like I
1: know. I think that like LA would have been uh, somewhere that happened already. I don't think it's happened yet. It's on our it's on a to-do. Actually, I think someone did. I have a friend Kyle Dever who, who did like Oh a, a yeah, sem-
0: Kyle. Okay,
1: we did a, a, a kind of outing in LA. It didn't go as like as planned. It wasn't also it wasn't as like legit as we normally liked it to be. But I I do want to give the LA scene a, a a valiant effort. So that's something I'll put on the to do list.
0: Yeah, maybe we should maybe we should do that sometime. I mean, whenever yeah. you come back down, or yeah. or we could yeah. gather some people yeah. when they're on breaks Ooh. and stuff. You know.
1: The next time, the next time I come through, we're hitting LA, and we'll bring free IC out there.
0: All right, I mean we'll stop by and get some food. That's always the best. Um, I so I saw some questions and example on your site on like uh, your card thing that you were selling, I think. Um, yeah. And I was wondering if I asked you a couple questions that you guys have, and and if you know you you'd answer like if you if I if, you know if I was starting off a free IC and you know maybe just Let's try it out for the listeners. Yeah.
1: Let's, do right, so,
0: Let's do it. So the first question is. When you think of home, yeah, yeah. sorry, go ahead.
1: Just to be super clear, clear, so if anyone's listening, what Jeremy's talking about is we have uh, recommended conversation starter questions that we have on cards that we give to people when they come and approach us to free ic and he's reading those questions.
0: Correct, correct. So the questions I I saw through the images, Um, the first one is, when you think of home, what Immediately comes to mind.
1: Man, uh, when I think of home, the place that comes to mind is good old barion Springs. Um, barion Springs, good old barion Springs. barion Springs is a tiny town in Southwest Michigan where I was, where I grew up at. Um, it's actually, it's also where I went to school at. It's where I went Jeremy, as I mentioned again. Um, and there's actually no particular place now in barion Springs. I moved around a lot, actually, like. I moved around a lot while I was in Baran, so there's no one particular place that comes that makes me think of home as much as it's like a group of people that I think about. You know, like uh, the, the the alleged and fam. You know, like that's oh, when I think gotcha. of
0: home, I think
1: That group of people. And gotcha. of course, Yeah,
0: I thought you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say, "Oh, that's where I met Jeremy. That's the first thing that came to mind." <laughs> but no, yeah, the people. Yeah, the people is awesome. I mean, that's I, that's how our paths, you know, came together. At, in Berrien Springs and we were kind of in the same friends group and, uh, we played ball a bit and yeah, it was a very, I mean, there's not much to do there than, except being with people. And I think that's, yeah. that's a perfect example of, uh, of of why free IC started from there. You know, that's, yeah, that's how exactly. you, that, it's organic, you know,
1: something that had a huge contribution to that is just like my status quo was being around people and, and engaging with them meaningfully. So yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay, question two. What can you do today that you can't do a year ago?
1: Oh, man, Or that you
0: couldn't a do a year ago? such
1: a good question. Um, give me a second. Let me think. I can – so right now I'm doing free IC full-time. Oh, really? I'm working really? on free IC. Yeah, I'm doing free IC full time. Oh, um, okay. And a year ago, I did not have, let's say, either the confidence or the competence to do that, and I do now. So, yeah, I can run in, an organization. You,
0: you were not in Barron. Were you in Barron Springs last year? From today?
1: No, I wasn't. I also was not. I I also could. Yeah, I can. I can live in San Francisco now. That's what I can do. Also.
0: Awesome. Now, um, you guys are a non-profit, uh, and you guys also had some buzz when Oprah retweeted or tweeted you guys, I think like a couple of years back. Uh, was there an ongoing like interaction with her or, you know, what was your reaction when this happened actually, when, you know, when you got so, the tweet?
1: uh, it's... Man, I actually believe it or not, I don't even remember that tweet, which is kind of nuts. Which is either like really most of the time, <laughs> or like I would mean, be honest, right? Um, I just so what happened was that time we were running a campaign and there was a lot of online traction, like we, we got the attention of even like Cornell West, uh, wow. Ryan, and there was a couple people that we got their attention. I was like, Yeah, this is cool. Um, there wasn't anything ongoing, apparently. Uh, uh, back then, I was too. Uh, I was a little naive about how I thought that would all work out, so that didn't go the way I it wanted to. But it was all great. It was an incredible reinforcement and encouragement that we had a good idea.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah, like that, what,
0: that, you're doing something right.
1: Yeah, which is a huge like, and that's something that like any for anyone who's founded or started anything knows like the initial doubts that go with your product that you're, you're making. You know. And being able to get the acknowledgement of, you know, well-known people, uh, helped a lot with that. It was like, okay, you may not know how it's going to work out, but you do know you should keep pushing this,
0: and this is a good idea. So, mm-hmm.
1: yeah, that's that's awesome. that's probably the largest contribution
0: that had to me, at least. It's always exciting when you know celebrities or just people within the industry that are very important just yeah. acknowledges your work. So that's that's good. Yeah
1: absolutely
0: um what's next for Kyle meal uh ending this 2017 going to 2018 yeah.
1: yeah so what's next is right now we just hit um our fit in terms of like operationally we know what free IC looks like in terms of how we want it to grow and scale um and we're excited about that because free IC for a long time had been like a really good idea but we didn't know and there was a lot of people who wanted to be a part of it, but we just didn't know how to grow it or scale it. And I think that we've just recently hit that, and I'm really excited about that. So what the rest of the, the year looks like is figuring out um, kind of a, a bit of a funding strategy for us and then, and then trying to scale free IC to the waiting communities and get it to as many places mm-hmm. as we can and then continue to grow our movement uh, organically.
0: That's awesome yeah uh, you know I think when you first started was it two, what, you, what year did you guys start again? 2012, like 2012. Yeah yeah, yeah. I you know I, I, I think it was towards the end of my senior year I was kind of busy with you know on the weekends with church and stuff and then coming out to Loma I didn't get a chance to go or like you know be involved when you guys were in Chicago. And then all this time, like, man, they need to have one in LA, you know, I'll hop on when, when it does. But I feel like it's an incentive for me. And like, I've told my girlfriend about it, like, Hey, we, you know, maybe this is something that we should do, you know, in LA, because we're here on the weekends, we could start something instead of just eating and, and, you know, watching movies and stuff, especially when it's hot. But I mean, like, I think free IC would be an awesome place in LA for sure.
1: Please, It would be awesome. I would love, I would absolutely love that. Let's, let's talk about making that happen giving it a try. I really think that you'll have, I think it'll speak for itself. I think you'll do it yeah. once and it'll speak for itself. I don't even need to say anything after that.
0: Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. I mean, there's a bunch of locations LA. It's a, it's wide, uh, you know, it's, it's huge. And so we could, we, there's yeah. multiple locations to try and, you know, you don't you you can't be stuck in one place and you could try different neighborhoods. Exactly, and
1: so cool. and you always and like in L A you you're gonna run into someone that you watch on these movies anyway, like yeah
0: you're gonna you're run bound, to, yeah
1: exactly you're bouncing around. That's what I that's actually what I don't understand. That's why I would go you know like the incentive to do it in L A is all there. It's all there.
0: Right, the celebrities are there for sure, and it's crazy. Like I've I ran into Stephen Yen at a coffee shop there the guy from walking dead the asian guy yeah
1: yeah yeah yeah. see what the heck
0: and then the other day i i think like a couple months ago i ran into usher at a cafe (laughs) i I didn't tell you about this i he wasn't pleased though when i approached him he was like okay (laughs) we were just like two happy asian people that wanted to take a picture and ruined his dinner basically but uh yeah can't yeah, listen to yeah, Usher that... the, the same way as I used to, but yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> LA is a perfect place.
1: Yeah, let's make it happen. Let's talk about making that happen.
0: Yeah. A uh, few more questions to wrap it up. Uh, favorite let's book do... so far, or any book that you're reading right now?
1: Ooh, ooh. Okay, so book I just finished reading that has huge, huge, huge impact on me is I just read a book by Carl Young called "Modern Man in Search of a Soul." Um, and I mm-hmm. recommend that for everyone, everyone. It, it answers very, very deep questions that I think we as modern people are just asking about spirituality in general. So I checked it out. Um, my all-time favorite book, though, has to be a book called Thinking Fast and Slow by a gentleman named Daniel Kahneman. It's a book about – it's a book about thinking. And okay. it just tells you about, like, some, it just reveals to you some of the biases that you have, some of your, you know, uh, the mistakes that we make in our day to day thinking.
0: Wow. What's that book called again?
1: Thinking Fast and Slow.
0: Thinking Fast and Slow by Daniel Cannerman? Kahneman. Connorman. Connorman.
1: K A H uh, M E M A N.
0: Okay. I'll definitely put that in the show notes. I always say that and I keep forgetting to put it in the show notes like to like my guests. Like, yeah, I'll definitely put your Instagram handle on. I was like, oh man. But I I, I tag him on my Instagram post, so it's it's all good. okay, so Modern Man in Search of the Soul by C. G. Jung, correct? Yep, yep. And then Young. Thinking Fast and Slow by Oh Young. Oh, okay. Okay. Young. And then um, Alright, so we'll put that on. Okay, next question is Favorite rapper.
1: Oh, hands down Jay Z. Easy. That's an easy one for me. I've been Yeah, okay. i I've been a Jay Z fan since I think seventh grade I was wow. listening to Jay Z, which probably is not a thing seventh graders should be listening to, but I I could I might like when I meet Jay Z I'm gonna challenge him because I think I could rap his whole disc choreography better than he could.
0: Were you okay? So first question. I mean, I I think I saw you read one of uh, Jay Z's book back in uh, Andrew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great book. Yeah. Uh, What book was that called? It was like decode something. The decoded. That's correct.
1: Yeah, that's also a book that everyone people should read if you're interested about uh, the life and the effects of inner city on an individual.
0: Hmm. Awesome. Um. Now, you, uh, two two other questions, just to follow up, just because you mentioned Jay-Z and rapping, like how you would rap. Were you part of, you had a mixtape, right, with like your high school friends? Is that correct?
1: Yeah, we made a lot <laughs> of songs. We rapped a lot of songs. There's, oh, yeah, yeah. We made, is that, we
0: used to, Can I, sorry, can we find that yeah, online? Is
1: that accessible? I don't know. I don't know. I'll look into it. So, there is a song on YouTube that you can find called But You Tweeting. That's on YouTube. Another song you should – But You Tweeting.
0: But You Tweeting?
1: Yes. It's about what happens when you text people and they don't reply, but you find them tweeting on Twitter.
0: Oh, gosh. I did not know (laughs) you guys made this. Or did you just make this? Was it just you?
1: No. It was me and Chikandi – and no, it was me and Chicani. Yep. Oh
0: wow. Okay, I'll definitely yeah. listen to that. Definitely listen to that. that. You All right.
1: Also, listen to Cheesy. It's called Cheesy C H E S A A Y. It's about cheesy bean and rice from Taco Bell. It's delicious. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. And then right, the we'll next,
0: look that
1: up song, too. we made a song called Attendance Slip. It's about.
0: Oh yeah, I've heard that one. That one's awesome.
1: Yeah, it's about skipping class in high school and getting attendance slips.
0: <laughs> that is awesome, man. Oh, gosh. What about the hottest rapper right now? I know Jay-Z just released his new album. Yeah. But I, mean, I mean, Jay-Z's legacy is already like out there. But out of the ones up and coming, the ones that are in the current.
1: Okay, so I'll tell you my favorite artist. I can tell you my favorite artist right now and then I think who I think is the best. So, there's a guy yeah. named Mick Jenkins in Chicago who I'm a really big fan of. Really, really love his music.
0: Okay, um, Mick Jenkins? Time, yeah,
1: Mick Jenkins. Just I Mick love Jenkins. his music. The hottest rapper right now, I feel like you have to... You ha- Like, in terms of just...
0: Uh,
1: oh, in terms of rapper, I think it's Kendrick. You have to give it to Kendrick.
0: Kendrick, yeah, yeah.
1: And For then, sure. when, when, yeah. when it comes to, like music making ability you can't like you have to put drake in the conversation but mm-hmm. i think just going rapper rapping i think it's kendrick
0: kendrick yeah no i agree he's i mean his album i think he released it earlier at the, the beginning of this year and it's still being
1: yeah it's, it's yeah so it's nuts. it's not it's so it's, good
0: it's crazy it's i mean even the story behind it i mean his past few albums too but this one was this one was pretty it's dope really good.
1: it's really good
0: awesome all right, man. Any final thoughts and how people can? I mean, I'm pretty sure you shared how people can get involved already, but yeah. uh, any final thoughts on uh, yeah. you know something, some uh, pointers that you could give to the audience? Um, yeah. About, you know what? I,
1: what I want to close out and say is that um, what I want to do is I want to call to action all of the bridge builders. I think that right now uh, our political climate in America and even the climate globally is given a lot of attention to the extremes, and I think that people are polarizing. And I think Mm. the bridge builders, uh, it is now, it is at a time where we can no longer sit and watch that happen. We can no longer watch pundits and extremists grab all the attention, devotion, and headlines. And what I want to do is call to action the bridge builders, and if you want to, I encourage you to do it in your day-to-day life in terms of like, Continue to bring people together. And if you want to be a part of our movement, I also please, uh, yeah, I invite you to, to, to do so. Uh, go to our site. Go to join.freeic.org. Join our movement. Create conversations in, in cities. Learn about the people around you and in your life. And uh, join us in bringing the world together one conversation at a time.
0: Awesome, dude. Uh, Kyle, thanks for joining the show. If for those of you um, interested, check out their website, free I- free IC, and their Instagram. We'll definitely post that up uh, on the on the social media platforms out there on Moo Movement. I know this is a Moo Movement podcast about you know human movement, but I think this is also important talking about the social aspects in our lives about movement. So, thanks again, Kyle, for joining on uh, the show, and uh, we'll see you guys next time.
1: Thanks for having me, Jeremy. Take it easy.
0: All right. Awesome.